0: Welcome to the Local Government Bulletin Podcast series of the Dalla Omar Institute at the University of the Western Cape. Here you can listen to short articles on local government law and policy. We aim to assist practitioners and deepen debate on local governance and service delivery. We hope you enjoy this podcast. it been an uphill struggle for the coalition government from the start, in fighting between Executive Mayor Ethel Trollope and his ousted deputy, the UDM's Mongameli Bobani. Now the ANC, EFF, AIC, US. Stable EFF, coalition governments, UDM. it matters how the cake is cut. By Jenny Bjorkas. Looming in the shadow of the COVID-19 pandemic is the 2021 local government elections that must take place within 90 days of the date of the expiry of the current term. The Independent Electoral Commission recently stated that the earliest date for the local government elections is the 4th of August 2021, while the latest date is the 1st of November 2021. The pandemic has created some uncertainty about whether the elections will happen next year, and if it does, whether the time is ripe for South Africa's local government move to smarter elections through online voting. Notwithstanding all of this, the electoral system of local government comprises of 50 percent ward candidates and 50 percent proportional representation. Collectively, the electoral system is one that results in general in proportional representation. Generally, PR systems are not designed to produce an outright majority. For this reason, hung councils may occur in municipalities where no political party obtains enough votes to secure a majority of the council seats. Consequently, political parties may pool their votes to constitute a coalition government. If the parties consider this option, then the coalition negotiation or bargaining stage will follow shortly after the elections and last until the coalition government is constituted. This article forms part of a series of articles on coalition governments, and it discusses how devising incentives for cooperation during coalition formation may facilitate cooperation and improve stability in the coalition. After an election, the Council must have its first sitting within 14 days after the election date. Thus, any coalition bargaining process should be concluded within 13 days from the election date. However, negotiations will continue throughout the life cycle of the coalition. Coalition partners will enter negotiations whenever they have to make decisions and resolve issues that were not foreseen and settled in the bargaining stage. Status of coalition governance in municipalities Many of the coalition governments that were formed after the 2016 local government elections became unstable. The municipal councils of some municipalities have been paralysed because of deadlocks in the council that made it difficult for the council to pass decisions, adopt budgets and appoint office bearers and municipal managers. The inability of the council to make these important decisions often adversely affected the delivery of services to communities. In the city of Chwane, collapsing coalitions have been the root cause for the municipality being placed under provincial administration. Other municipalities with unstable coalitions include Beto Municipality, Kannerland Municipality, Nelson Mandela Bay Metropolitan Municipality and the City of Johannesburg. Why are coalitions in municipalities unstable? To ensure continued governance in the council, the councillors from the coalition government must cooperate. Cooperation in council requires that coalition partners attend and remain in council meetings and support the motions of the coalition partners. Their cooperation is necessary to establish a quorum required to take valid decisions or pass motions that require an ordinary or supporting majority vote, as envisaged in the Municipal Structures Act. Often the instability in the Council is a symptom of underlying issues in the coalition government, the inability or unwillingness of coalition partners to work together. The question therefore is what are some of the ways of ensuring that coalition partners parties continue to cooperate and produce a stable coalition? Negotiating stable coalition governments. Coalition negotiations are by their very nature confidential, what parties consider when they make concessions and agreements before entering a coalition government is often unclear to outsiders. Generally the bargaining stage is used to identify potential coalition partners, to establish alignment around the political programs of the political parties of the coalition, to allocate portfolios and to devise written coalition agreements. These elements should be carefully considered to avoid a breakdown in cooperation after the coalition is in operation seeking potential coalition partners. It's less difficult for parties to cooperate if they share similar ideologies. A party's ideolo- ideological preferences inc- influence the policy preferences and political decisions of that political party. Conflicting ideologies are often the first starting point for inter-party conflict. Consider, for example, the economic freedom fighters and the Democratic Alliance proposed solutions to procurement fraud. The EFF proposes to gradually abolish the tender system and instead employ residents to perform services that are provided by external service providers, whereas the DA argues for more transparency in the tender processes. While both agree that procurement fraud is a problem, they vary in how they will achieve this objective. Assuming that the two parties are governing together, how will they address the issue of tender fraud before the Council? Therefore the parties must, if possible, aim to find coalition partners with similar ideologies to avoid conflict that may emerge from this basis. However in practice there is only a limited number of parties to choose from and they may not necessarily be the most compatible coalition partners. This also I- reinforces the need to devise incentives for cooperation. Also it cannot be denied that given the apartheid history of South Africa, race is a divisive issue that can further complicate building and sustaining coalitions. Racial politicking is destructive to maintaining cohesion in coalitions. For coalitions to be sustainable, coalition partners must exercise their decisions within the confines of the Constitution. Aligning the political programs of the coalition partners. After the political parties have decided that they will enter a coalition together, the next step is to negotiate the program for the government. Each political party must use this opportunity to include its main policy goals as envisaged in their election manifestos. The parties must determine which policy goals of the respective coalition partners will be included in the final coalition agreement that will be fixed for five years or until it is renegotiated. In this regard it is useful to determine areas of commonality that will be easier to pursue and to rule out policy goals that may give rise to conflict between coalition partners. Devise a written coalition agreement. The coalition partners must devise a written coalition agreement to cement the full range of agreements and compromises made in the bargaining process. The coalition agreement must set out, amongst other things, the policy priorities of the coalition, how portfolios will be allocated in the coalition, structures and procedures for decision-making and dispute resolution which may involve senior party structures and the general rules of coalition behavior. Portfolio distribution. Consider portfolio saliency to the respective coalition partners. The distribution of portfolios deals with the question of who gets what. Portfolio distribution refers to the structuring of the mayoral or executive committee where each member will be ha- will have control over a particular p- portfolio that corresponds with the departments of the municipality. In portfolio allocation, it is worthwhile to consider the brand of the political party in coalition. The value that each party attaches to a portfolio is linked to its party brand. Therefore, the various portfolios must be evaluated to determine the degree to which the portfolio will enable a coalition partner to reflect their brand and achieve their policy goals. What is it that a potential coalition partner wants to achieve and how can the portfolios be allocated to meet this objective? For example, a local Green Party that campaigned on climate change may favor a portfolio over the environment where they can implement policies to address climate change, as reflected in their manifesto. However, the party cannot do this if, for example, they receive a portfolio in corporate services and governance. In this case, cooperating in the coalition government may not be electorally a rewarding to the Green Party, which may in turn cause the party to become uncooperative and potentially destabilize the coalition. Conversely, if the Green Party in the above example is afforded a portfolio of socioeconomic development the party can likely achieve its electoral commitments whilst cooperating in the coalition government. Strategic allocation of portfolios, therefore, constitutes an incentive for cooperation in the coalition government. How many portfolios can be distributed to a coalition partner? Cooperation in the coalition may also be strengthened if parties feel that they are getting the best deal from their membership in the coalition. In distributing portfolios, there must be a proportional relationship between the party's seat contribution and its portfolio share in the coalition. This is already a legal requirement in the executive committee system, which does not apply to mayoral committees. However, according to Gamson's law, which is an empirical model used to study how portfolios are allocated in coalition governments, It was found that in coalitions of several countries, save for slight deviations to reward smaller parties, there is usually proportionality between seat contribution and portfolio share in coalitions. Coalitions with mayoral committees should consider retaining the principle of proportionality when portfolios are allocated in the executive. Avoid the overcompensation of kingmakers. Smaller parties often wield significant bargaining, or bargaining power in hung councils where they are considered as the kingmakers. For example, after the 2016 local government elections in Beto municipality, the DA and the ANC won six seats, while the African United Front won only a single seat. The African United Front became the kingmaker because of the Ac- African United Front would ultimately decide whether the ANC or the DA would govern with them in the coalition government. As the kingmaker, although electorally being the weakest party, the AUF obtained the mayorship position in the council. Now, placing the electorally weakest party in charge of the executive does not make for good democratic practice. If the AUF obtained one seat, Can it be argued that the majority of the voters intended for the AUF to exert the most influence in the executive? It may be useful to reward the kingmaker with more portfolios at the expense of larger parties, thus suggesting a slight deviation from the proportionality principle. Conclusion With another round of local government elections set to be organized in 2021, there is a possibility that the elections will produce hung councils, as was the case with the 2016 elections. This means that political parties may have to form coalitions to constitute a government. Negotiating coalition governments in municipalities is not a straightforward process. Coalition partners should be forward-looking and must anticipate the possible issues of conflict that may hinder the parties from cooperating during the life cycle of the coalition government. Coalition partners should use the negotiation process to align the political programs of the coalition partners, allocate portfolios, and to devise a coalition agreement. This article highlighted the following as incentives for cooperation in the coalition government. The adoption of written coalition agreements the allocation of portfolios in a manner that will enable a coalition partner to achieve their policy goals in the coalition government, the promotion of the principle of proportionality when allocating portfolios in the executive, and to overcompensate kingmakers through rewarding them with a disproportionate portfolio share that may necessitate slight deviations from the proportionality requirement. But it is not good democratic practice to put kingmakers in charge of the executive. The next article of the coalition government series will discuss whether the institutional framework of local government is receptive to the demands of coalition governance in municipalities. By Jenica Kabierkes, research assistant and doctoral researcher. Thanks for listening. If you found it useful, please share this podcast via your social media. The Local Government Bulletin is supported by the Hans Seidel Foundation and the Bavarian State Chancellery. We are proud to contribute to the debate on local governance and service delivery.